Welcome to Ultras 11 Podcast. I'm Alex Amato. And I'm Joe Jennifer, bringing you the 12th man's perspective on everything football. Ladies and gentlemen, it's match day. Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11 Podcast. I'm Joe, one of your hosts. And I'm Alex. And uh, we wrapped up the season. Yeah, the season is done. It's coming to an end. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's a sad day, but also exciting because now the transfers start and the rumors start. Yeah. So that'll keep us busy this summer. I think the offseason, like, okay, don't get me wrong. During the season, it's obviously fun. Your team's winning, stuff like that. But I think the transfer market is yeah. probably one of the funnest things to experience. Just all the rumors flying around. Yeah, no, that's the crazy the only, deals that could happen. The only thing that, like, when you think about it, like, it sucks for this year is because it's a World Cup year. Yeah. So normally we'd be getting ready now for a World Cup. Obviously, yeah. I mean, not as excited because Italy's not in it. But still, World Cup coming around, that's always exciting. Like, it's, it's just the, the, the best tournament to yeah. watch. And now we have to wait. Until the season starts, and then we're gonna have that. We still don't know how it's gonna happen. Yeah, I was gonna say I still don't understand that whole thing. What they're doing, where they're going. (laughs) Like I, I, as much as I don't know how they're gonna do it. I know about like the game. Yeah. No, that this World Cup has me so confused. Like, are they gonna stop playing? Are they going? Are they gonna start the leagues earlier? Yeah. Like, or are they gonna start it later? Yeah. You know, like, are they just gonna run the World Cup, then start it, and then kind of condense the season? Because about to be a lot. You're you're gonna see injuries flying. I know, but do you think FIFA cares? Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, like introducing the conference league alone was a bit of a stretch. But that was because they they wanted to replace that because you said the cup. It was like the cup of all cups, and it was not just like the World Cup thing. The World Cup. It was the World Cup. That no, no. So that cup there was. So all the winners of the so like the Coppa Italia, mm-hmm. all the winners from the leagues of that would play in this Cup of All Cups. Oh, okay, and then they okay, got rid okay. of that, so they just didn't have like that cup anymore. And then now they brought that back, kind of an, in a new wave with the Conference League. Uh, okay, to okay. kind of have more teams. In See, I didn't know that. Yeah. I honestly just thought it was just another kind of no, like no, money making scheme. Like uh, obviously, you know, we're was. promoting the game, and it was just people don't know about. It was another opportunity for them to, I mean, have another competition and make money off more teams. Yeah. But I mean, it was it, at like there used to be a tournament there, so it's not like they just kind of made this whole thing yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. There was still that idea. Yeah. But now with with the season wrapping up, this was our final challenge, which we yeah. did. We both tied. We both. I got uh, I got Man City right, and you got Milan right. Yeah, I we both, said Liverpool. Yeah, you said, you said Inter. I, I said Inter. But you know, I, we were just trying to spice things up, yeah. make it exciting. But I mean, I, deep down, like I think we both kind of knew that it, yeah, what would end. We just wanted to it, see somebody. But like fail. The, the, we had the, to have that. A honestly, the thing I must like, I must say, the Premier League, like that yeah. final, like that final match day, every game was exciting, man. It's crazy because. <laughs> We had no power. We're like where we are. Well, I personally, yeah, we lost I think power. you, we lost I think power. you had power. I no? had power in my house. Yeah, okay. no, I, 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 I didn't lose any. Power. I did, but okay. in the area that there was, yeah. a lot. So of power. I literally had to. My phone was at seventeen <laughs> percent, and I was just trying to figure out how am I going to watch any of these games yeah. right now. No, I was. So I'm trying to flip through. I'm on my like this. I'm on Fop Mob looking at the scores, <laughs> looking in our group chat. Yeah. Everyone's talking like, oh, Aston Villa City game is crazy right now. I'm like. I can't watch. But when it. Aston Villa, I can't watch. It, I was guys. like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, the "City's gonna blow it!" And then I just thought it was funny that Gerard had a chance to not <laughs> let it slip. I know, and he did. And he, he let it slip let it again. Slip. He let it slip. But in saying that, before we get into detail about the games, yep. let's take this shot together yep. just to kind of end things off with the with the challenges for the year. 
because uh, we're gonna take a little break now from this from this game because obviously no yeah games we're right we're now, gonna so. try to conjure up well you we're guys gonna, can let us know yeah. too if, if you, you have, have any idea. ideas let us know yeah. or you know we're we're gonna try to th- come up with uh, we already have a couple ideas we're gonna come up with a with a game or two but if you guys have any ideas let us know in the comments yeah but uh, Joe cheers chin chin. That was good. No, it wasn't. That, that felt nice. Felt nice in the chest. I think I grew like two hairs from it that one. burnt my nose. That one was good. But that that felt nice. That felt nice to end off the season, Joe, like that. You know what? I'm <laughs> I'm glad we both lost both, the challenge. Yeah. You know what? It, but it, technically, you know, we could say we both won. Stop putting a negative twist yeah, on yeah. No, we, we, both we, both we both won. We both won. We both won, won. Nice. won the challenge. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of winning challenges, um, some would say that Real Madrid is the ultimate loser. Yes. <laughs> I, I know it was a bit of a weird segue there, um, but I, I definitely want to speak about what happened recently yeah. with the whole Man, they... Mbappe transfer rumors, what's going on, how he actually decided to stay at PSG. The figures that the, we've the seen Madrid on Twitter. fans were just in absolute shambles, yeah. man. They were taken on an absolute road co- roller coaster through this whole thing thinking that, oh, we might get him. Oh, we're going to buy him. Okay, no, we're not going to buy him. We're going to get him for free next year. Okay, yeah. we're going to wait. Oh, we're going to sign him. Oh, he's ours. He's ours. Listen, and then all of a sudden, he's staying I'm just going to go on a small rant about Mbappe. And I, I might get flamed for this. A lot of people might attack me. But honestly, Mbappe is a bum. The way he handled this, the, the way, way he strung yeah. people along, the way now that the, the deal's done, whatever. Oh, I have massive massive respect for Real Madrid. I made the call to Florentino Perez. What does that f- What does that even mean? Yeah. You called him. Hey, congrats. You called him, but you wasted his time for how long? Now you're coming out and saying you were talking to Liverpool because your mom is a fan of Liverpool. <laughs> cool, man. What, and then he says something about Milan winning. Oh, yeah, yeah. My nanny was my nanny, a Milan fan. They were fan. a Milan fan, so <laughs> like, you know, Milan's a part. Like, man, like, like what? Just shut up, Mbappe. You're you're grabbing money. That's that's all you care about. Yeah. You cannot justify and look at me and say I'm doing it yeah. because this is my hometown. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, nothing about loving Paris or loving any, yeah. anything about that team. That offer they made them. It was it was literally an offer he yeah. couldn't refuse. And, and that's what I mean. Like if if you honestly don't get me wrong, do I am I gonna question his love for PSG or like Paris in general? No. You know what? Maybe he does love Paris, the city. Blah blah but, blah. But then you don't accept a contract of that stature. Yeah. Again, the figures that was aren't hundred percent. That was not a, a, a move that he looked at and said, "You know what? This is the move I'm going to make now for my career." Exactly. Exactly. This was just a a, a move for him financially mm-hmm. that yeah. he couldn't say no to. And I mean, at the end of the day, look at the power he has now. Yeah. At the age of twenty three. I'm like, sorry. I still he's don't... already got rid of the coach and the and the um, the director. Yeah. So what's well, next? sure. That director thought he was going to be the boss <laughs> negotiating these contracts. Yeah, Instead, we'll of they have too. they have the you pro- can help, president you can help me of sign. France <laughs> doing it, and they have Nasser Al Khalif. Like, it's just to me, he will never. No one will ever be able to persuade me that this move wasn't based off of money. And hey, you know what, buddy, secure that bag, do your thing. I will never criticize anyone yeah. for accepting a lucrative contract. That's money. Cool. But do not play this off. Yeah, as it's the a, way he's playing a heart-inspired yeah. move. No, it isn't. The way, the you're way a bum, and you're literally just gonna be a poor man's Thierry Henry your whole career. Yeah. I know. People, I'm sorry. People like there's already people that didn't like Mbappe. I've I've 
honestly, before before this whole thing, I, I liked Mbappe. Yeah. I just liked him as a player. I like just mm. I just liked him. Yeah. But after this whole thing and like the way he's like now he's just the way he's talking, just dragging it on, saying no, you know it's I, I love Paris and you know it was no, always you don't. gonna. Oh, shut up, man! Like you're not gonna come. You were you were just you were about to leave. Like, yeah. You were gonna go. You literally put up a picture of you in your room <laughs> with Real Madrid posters all around you. Now you're telling me you live in a different yeah. area, or like era. So now, like, now, now it changed. Like all of a sudden, like stop. You literally are just embarrassing. Come out and say that it's all about money. Yeah, and that's it. You know, I'll respect we, you more. Honestly, like we all knew a deal like this or something was gonna come at like last minute because at the end of the day, as as much as they said, oh, he's gonna walk for free, he's gonna leave. PSG was never letting Mbappe walk yeah. for free. Yeah. They were they can't. were going to offer him if he said no to this deal, they would have offered him and even they would offer him the keys to the city. Yeah. You can go you own half the half of Paris. Like, they would give him so many things that it would it, it would have been even yeah. worse than it is now. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. Like when you see that kind of president like that that is now setting a brand new president out there. like it's it's literally now setting a standard. If yeah. you are a wonderkin and don't get me wrong, Mbappe, skill wise, he is actually a good player. As much as I hate him, no, no, I'll, I'll, I mean, he, he is a good he player. He has the skill, man. It's, but now that's setting a new thing. Like, like what about somebody like Vinicius Junior? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. are they on the same caliber? Obviously not. No, but Vinny could be a world beater. Yeah, but you no, know what I mean. Like now it's setting a new presence exactly all like together, that. and it's just like, and you look know, what you're doing to the you sport. know you know what's gonna come, and you know it's not gonna be good because look what happened. When you started seeing it with the Pogba deals, mm. the the bail deal, which I kind of triggered it all. Yeah. With these expensive, like all these yeah. new prices that, oh, okay, 100 mil, 120 mil. Like now you hear 120 mil and it's like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, like he's exactly. Actually, he's actually affordable. Somebody will turn like, around and justify it. You heard 120 mil, you're like, oh my God. And then that Neymar deal came when when uh, when PSG bought him. You Dude. were like, holy shit. And now that deal looks like nothing. Rude Gullet signed for Milan <clears throat> when he signed for 3.5 mil and that was it like deemed lucrative and crazy. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, obviously times changers, more money in sports, there's more money in the world in general. I agree. But to value somebody at that. The thing with this Mbappe deal is that's that's not even just a transfer fee. That mm. is a personal wage. Yeah. He is getting a the numbers apparently aren't confirmed yet. I've been reading like I was trying to figure it out whatever. Apparently the numbers are all being yeah, like like ju- like uh, changed around yeah, and it's yeah, nothing's yeah. really confirmed. Get, he's probably getting more. But exactly. So we don't know where it fully stands. <laughs> but the average number I've been seeing is this man's walking away with like a hundred mil. No more. He's almost two hundred mil after all the bonus yeah, signing yeah, yeah. bonuses. Yeah, I think I don't know his like wage itself though. Oh like yeah, hundred yeah. mil yeah. for the year well, or something no, no, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just there, like, but what are you gonna do? Give me twenty dollars and I'm gonna have a good day. Like. <laughs> And I get it. You're an athlete. You want to be paid for services, this and that. But it's just, it's so crazy to me. And now this is setting a new standard. And the worst part is how everybody attacked the Super League. I'll be the first to admit it. I did mm-hmm. as well. I did as well because I just thought of it. I looked at it when I saw the I was clubs. for the Super League. I, I came around right after. Once I actually like looked into it, I dove into like learning and whatever. Once you realized Roma wasn't actually invited. <laughs> we were the first to decline, but we were never invited. <laughs> we we just made a public that statement saying, me. yeah, you know what? We're not going to be a part of it. Yeah, we're, no gonna, we're not going to be a part of it. Everyone was kind of looking around like, who, they, who asked Roma? No one. Think, we didn't, ask, we didn't like ask them. Roma and like Marseille made yeah. a random statement. It's like nobody literally asked either yeah, of no, you guys. Guys, no one, you're not, you're not Pérez, invited to that party Pérez yet. Pérez came out and said, maybe Roma could be invited <laughs> because they're a big city. Yeah. Not team no big city. city yeah regardless of that my only thing that i used to hate about the, the what's it called the super league was the fact that like 
there was teams that were automatically going to be in it. Mm. And my biggest thing is what gives these guys like this power, like like Arsenal. Yeah. No offense, Arsenal hasn't done anything of relevance like that, in a while. It, it, that's just because like the power and the money that like. The but pr- then the you start to think about it and whatever. Yeah, it's it's like a global power. They are considered a big team like financially. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, and that's the biggest thing: the financial like power that these guys have. Like they could compete with everyone almost. Mm. And I started realizing that afterwards. Jamie Carragher, Gary Neville, you didn't say football. You actually changed everyone's mind to make the Super League look bad when yeah. it really isn't when it that really wasn't bad that bad of a thing because now you see stuff like this yeah like how ha- like and and uh the Real Madrid not the Real Madrid sorry La Liga president yeah. Javier Tab- Tebas Te- Tabas I don't know if yeah. I'm saying that right or wrong he wants to actually file a complaint because they're saying now like um the whole ruling behind financial fair play and stuff like that is Players are still supposed to be attainable, yeah. like to recruit, yeah. like especially if like you're within the guidelines of financial fair play. But who's gonna match who's that it, contract? Off? Who can who can afford that? No, not even Real Madrid. Yeah, no team. Like I don't know if PSG. I mean, if uh, Man City can afford that. that but that's what even I mean. Even if they like, got rid of players, I don't think they can afford that. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, like I get it. Oil it's money literally unattainable. Yeah, it's it's stuff like that makes it so hard. And I look at guys like Kevin De Bruyne. Who I would prefer on my team mm. over Mbappe, oh, yeah, yeah. he's because, not getting paid that because much. Because see, then I wonder, I wonder how it works. So, like, you know, in his contract, obviously, like we know all everything that is included. Mm-hmm. If let's just say, like, after this season, City came in and we're like, you know, we're gonna buy him, and they were like, okay, whatever. They they worked out a price. They have to obviously cover his wages for that one year because that's what he has left in his contract, the fifty mil. Who would have to PSG would have to no Man City like if they okay, bought oh him, yes, like yes, say, yes they would have one year left because that's what they would be buying mm-hmm. and it'd be fifty mil so they would pay I d- that I don't think they absorb the contract as well of when they purchase a player is so, it from when they have the one year left n- no no so like what would happen but, he would, is like, but he's still gonna but he's still gonna want something in that area well that that's the biggest thing right he's not gonna settle for something less would you settle for something less no like obviously if you're older and like whatever not pulling a an Ibrahimovic over here still yeah, thinking yeah. you're worth twenty <laughs> mil a year but like it's I would imagine he would want somewhere in that ballpark. And yeah. Who's going to match that? Yeah. You know, and then playing alongside a guy like that. If I'm a PSG player, I don't want to play for that. No. I don't want to be a part of a team that has a 23-year-old that could literally turn around and say, you know what? This coach benched me today? Fuck out of here. You're, you're but not, you're what, what, like, but what? even for, like, the coaches. Think wow. about, like, 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 good coaches that could potentially go there. What coach is going to want to go there to a team that his yeah. technically his employee is also his boss. Yeah, literally. Like, and, and, the, and the best part, what? the best part of all of it is, he is twenty three years old. Twenty three. He literally just became legal in the states. Yep. And he now has no, more. Twenty one's pa- legal. I uh, know, but he just two years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a young, yeah, young. Yeah. He now has the power to look at. A coach that has been in the business coaching for longer than he's even been alive. And tell him how to do his job. And Exactly. And okay. tell him, no, you're not doing this. You Bro, will do this. That's insane, man. Imagine Ancelotti going there. A man that has that won be, so much. He wouldn't. And they look and Mbappe looks <laughs> at him, starts laughing and says, no, no, no. This is what you're going to do. Oh, okay. The co- Whatever coach they end up signing, it's literally all it's going to be is... Just to have someone there on the bench, yeah, because exactly. it's not going to be a, a coach that actually like it actually has ideas and is an actual coach because no one's going to want to go there because they can't do their job to the full potential because Mbappe is yeah. going to then yeah. they're going to be telling him, okay, no, no, I want to sign this guy, I want to sign this, and it's it's going to be all what he wants, and okay, you got to make it work now. 
Dude, so I, we, I saw that they might be like now they're after Usman Dembele. Yeah. Because Mbappe and him are good friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's why even like, wrong, Usman Dembele is a great player. I'm cool, not that's why, whatever. That's why, but, even, like, that's why I'm even scared with like the whole like with the Pogba deal because yeah. like like it's looking good right now that he goes back to Juve. But at the end of the day, it takes one phone call for Mbappe to say, "Hey." This I'm your friend, right? This is my team now. How much you want? Yeah, literally. And at the, at they, this point, what's going to stop them from offering anybody a lucrative contract? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like it's I, you, stuff like this, like this, I, I don't agree with. I feel like Real Madrid's bitter and La Liga in general is bitter to a certain extent that mm-hmm. they like it's been dragged on for so long and they didn't end up getting Mbappe. But I do agree with them because something like this, it's it's literally not an attack on football or whatever. <clears throat> but it's literally now just giving all the power to the rich owners. Yeah. Because now you are literally you're enabling these owners. If I'm Man City and I'm trying to win the uh, the Champions League or whatever, I look at something like that and be like, oh, they're not gonna get penalized for a contract like that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am gonna offer whoever the fuck I want right yeah. now that crazy lucrative contract. And they know they'll get away with yes. And they'll get away. And if PSG got away. After recording six hundred million salaries, seven hundred mils on losses, like mm-hmm. if they're able to still make such a deal like that, what the hell is stopping anyone? Mm-hmm. I- I'm sorry, what honestly, what it's is true. stopping? And then <laughs> poor Chelsea over there might fold. Yeah, <laughs> well, they, it was approved no, no, today. Yeah, I'll say that. They, they, I'll say that was good. That was good news today. So round of applause uh, for round them. Of applause. They, 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 finally, they finally got approved by the league. Yeah. It's looking good. They're actually going to have new owners coming yeah. in. So hopefully, like even with them, like with their players that they don't know if they're leaving or staying, like hopefully they can start getting those resolved yeah. now because they could fix their con. That but was see, a big that was the biggest thing right now. It goes back to the PSG thing. First year of new ownership, you are technically allowed under financial fair play rules yeah. to spend freely. Yeah. To do whatever you please. Like there's it's like your get out of jail free card, do your thing. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. So now what's stopping Todd from from buying somebody crazy, from offering Spending somebody stupid like, money. You, you know what I mean? What yeah. is going to stop him? It's Nothing. True. Nothing because you I mean, know? at the end of the day, look what PSG just got away yeah. with. I think PSG, they like they, as much as Nasser Al-Khalef is saying that it's a personal attack, they're worried that league owns getting better than La Liga, but he pumped the brakes. Yeah. There's no way that will ever happen because PSG, I th- will not even, doesn't even beat those two teams, no. Barcelona and Real Madrid. No, it doesn't even come close. They, they may be tie against Atletico. Yeah. <laughs> Villarreal would beat them too. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sorry. They, they, PSG they still is still wouldn't. a bum team. And, like, it's just like, Nasser al has too much of an ego. He has too much oh, power. Right. I hate all of that. He has that, that way pic- too many things I in his seen pocket. Mbappe, seeing him, that picture of him and Mbappe at the, at the game, like, to celebrate that he's yeah, thinking, oh, his like, face, man, I just want... Like, I he saw has that, a face I just want I saw that punch, picture, man. and I, like, I just want to... Like, I wanted to... I wish I knew him personally just so I could look at him and say, dude, you got finesse. Yeah. Like, you literally just spent your money on the most absurd thing ever. You could have built yeah. a dream team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could have literally improved your midfield, which I, dude, sucks I hope, ass. I wanna, I, I've, I've wanted to see nothing crumble oh, more than that team and him. The I just want to see is, him they're not fail. Even, they're not even dominant in their league. No. Within oh. the last five years, Monaco and Lille took the title took from the title, them. Which is insane. Like, how do you like, You're dropping that much money, and you're still losing the title. And they still can't even win the cha- They can't even go to the finals of Champions League again. They went to one... And look how much money they're spending. Yeah. Imagine like imagine them not even spending money. They wouldn't even be like they wouldn't even be like even in the talks. It's true. No one it, knows. It, it's them. honestly true. It's such a it's such a sad, sad thing that like 
But now, honestly, I, 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 the, now what I want to see now, I want to see what other teams start doing and how they react. Well, that's the biggest thing. Because to me, that, what's again, stopping anybody? Exactly. And that's what I want to see now. Because now if those teams start doing it and then FFP or FIFA start trying to come in and stop them, what about PSG? Why aren't you doing it to them? Yeah. I'm, I, you, I'm sorry. Is, that That's the thing. And like... For me, that's what will forever bother me. And we've had this talk so many times, like you and I, like with the guys, whatever. It, it's just financial fair play is probably one of the biggest hoaxes in all of soccer. Oh, it it attacks play like uh, teams that it attacks small teams. Yeah, that's all it does. It's it's like like you you transfer Ban Chelsea. Okay, Chelsea's not a small team, but you transfer Ban Chelsea for what? Because they had too many youngsters, or what? What was it? They're po- oh, they had too many. Yeah, it was something, like, it was something with, with the, too many players on loan with youngsters. It was something like something that. I, stupid. It, yeah, it was something so like crazy. Uh, Barcelona. Yeah. Transfer banner, whatever it even, was. Even Milan, because of even illegal Milan. housing of youngsters. Even Milan too that year. They had it. I think I don't know if I think it was just because they they uh, like their their wage bill. They didn't yeah. sell enough or whatever. Yeah. So then they had to they had to they made Europa League and they had to miss out on it because of that. Yeah. And then the Roma next year took that spot. I remember the that. next yeah. year the same thing happened with City. They were like, oh, they're gonna be banned from Champions League because they did this, whatever. And then a couple of days later, oh, they paid a ten ten thousand dollar fine and they're oh, they're okay that's now. That's literally like that's toilet paper for like, them. That is literally toilet paper. But why was, but why wasn't something like that offered to like Milan, let's say, or to Barcelona or to Chelsea? Dude, Roma Why did under, they actually go through with under the, the Palota era? I'm not saying Palota was ever a good owner. F- fuck that guy. <laughs> but under in that era, we had to bounce the books so many times because yeah. we had financial fair play looming. We had to sell the likes of all these Marquinhos, Benatia, Emerson Palmieri, Nangolan, Strootman, uh, not Strootman, sorry, Pjanic, uh, Sala, like all key guys. Mm. Why? Because of financial fair play. Yeah. We couldn't balance the books properly enough. All right, see you later. You're gone. Obviously, there's some like math I don't know fully because me and numbers don't get along. But like, it, it's the principle that why, again, why are these teams all getting attacked? Yeah. Yet, PSG, what they did here is yeah, it's genuinely a, it's a joke. crazy. Yeah. It's actually, it is it's a joke to soccer. It's a joke crazy. to the league. It's a joke to FIFA, UEFA. Like, it, it, it's like, it's, it's, but the I, worst I can't part believe is, it actually. Like, I, I saw when they offered it, but you, you always read these things. Yeah, like, you yeah, see okay, something they crazy. That much. Yeah. But then the fact that like he accepted, like it's an actual thing. Like mm-hmm. dude, that's insane. Yep. The fact that they're able to yep. do that. And there's, and, and, and what is that guy, Alexander Cheffron going to come out and say? Oh, it's good for the sport. They're growing the brand. Uh, sure, because look how much money he's getting from Qatar and, and from that him. guy's the biggest bum ever too. Like it, with the World Cup that never should have happened, and now it's in Qatar somehow. Uh, the worst part is they admitted it was it, they were bribed oh, for yeah, the Qatar yeah. World Cup, and rather than putting a sanction or getting oh, rid of getting rug. rid of Nasser Al Khalaf because he was one of the guys that was involved in this whole scandal. He's still scot free doing his thing, whatever. Joe, he's under, good. Under the, under the, he's perfectly the, they lift, fine. They lifted up the rug and they yeah, just put like it he's so, yeah, perfectly fine. It. We kept the World Cup there. Blah blah blah. Does Qatar even have a team? Well, now they do. <laughs> like, I, in the time in the time they announced it, they were like, "Okay, guys, <laughs> we need to find at least twenty soccer players. That's gonna be good, Dude. somewhat good, and uh, let's see what we can do." <laughs> I, like, I'm not trying to be. I'm not being racist. I'm not chirping or whatever. But but honestly, dude, their league isn't even that good. No, their league is literally known as a retirement home because they offer lucrative contracts. Bro, they had to build. You see, like look at all the stadiums they had to build. 
And they couldn't even, they, 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 with all the they're money they spent. Look, with, they look kind of cool. No, they're beautiful. They they're be, cool. Obviously, but Joe, but, with the money they spent and the air conditioning they had to put in them because of the heat, like, it, it never should have yeah. been there. I agree. I've always said with, with something as big as the World Cup and with all the human rights that's going on, like, especially present day, and like, it, it was always a thing. I'm not saying, like, whatever. With all the human bigger ra- now. Yeah, yeah. It's more prominent now because yeah. people actually have a voice and people are able to, uh, like, voice their, themselves. A World Cup, something of this stature should not be held in places where you need to build stadiums where there's like two or three competent stadiums mm-hmm. or anything like that. It should, I've always, like I've always had this. And, theory I mean, and, and the fact that like you're building stadiums on, yeah. on dead bodies. Ex- yeah. Because exactly, people exactly. are literally dying working there but because it's so hard. But what's stopping them from, and, and I know you want to expand the game to North America, to South uh, South America, to this, to that, whatever. I I do understand that. I really, really do. But in Europe, there every team has at least a minimum 40,000 uh, capacity stadium. Yeah. That is literally the way for standard to host a, Euro, uh, a, a World, World Cup, Cup match. Yeah. So why are you going out of your way building these man-made sky dome spree, uh, mm-hmm. uh, skyscraper things, whatever, sorry, Killing people, innocent people, innocent lives are lost every time they mm-hmm. do this. In Brazil, they built a brand new stadium in the Amazon. Yeah. And what is it doing they, now? Again, Collecting dust. Beautiful stadiums, but yeah. exactly. It's, What's it doing it's now? It's wonderful, but it, it's like... Even the stadium in Germany, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. North America, like... That's what I don't get. Like, how much, how much money do they have? They could just build this beautiful, massive stadium, put all this money into it, and then... It, just for a month competition, which usually literally, one or two literally. games, three games played in the stadium. Yeah. And then, okay, yeah, we'll just leave it there. It's going to collect dust. Trees are going to start growing inside of it. And I'm not trying to sound like an activist or anything. With that money, why don't you go cure poverty? Yeah. Why don't you actually do something instead of being an well, like, asshat? Like, you know, like it's it's just crazy. And North America itself, like, look at USA. Look at those stadiums in America. Yeah. Those are like a hundred thousand capacity stadiums. Yeah, okay, they host football games. Perfect. <laughs> like it's already a grass. The turf's already there. Mm-hmm. Garrett does some um, paint the lines, whatever. See you later. Bob's your uncle. And it's already built. It's already there. There you want to expand you have the your game. Massive expand it in North America yeah. where it's not really like dreams for and now it's becoming more prominent. But like again, it's not a dream for a child, yeah. you know? Like yeah. It's stuff like that, and it's like, I don't know what... And it, it took so long for what? North America to get a World Cup oh, approved. I, I know. <laughs> like, that's absolutely absurd. Right, I, remember, I remember from, like, back when like I was in, like, elementary school, high school, I was always like, oh, hey, you know, the next yeah, World Cup, like, the next, next one. they put a it, bid You know, it might be a thing. We yeah. might see one in Canada. It'd be crazy. No, no. And then I would go Russia, and then uh, Qatar, and then, oh, oh, finally. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> but it's it's just so crazy to me that, like, that is still it's a thing how, like, I get it money spe- talks. And, and especially North America, man. You would think, like, that's like, like you said, with the, with the stadiums they have and everything, they don't really need to do anything. Mm. Maybe, maybe, like, build one stadium oh, somewhere in the States, like, in freaking, in the desert. Yeah. Some massive, beautiful stadium. You want to do the final there? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And you don't really need to, you don't need to but do even that. then you don't need to do Arizona, that LA, they ha- already have crazy big stadiums. No, no, I know, there, but I'm just saying I mean? if, like, if they wanted to build yeah, one, oh, yeah, just because do like maybe a they, state have, of the art they have so much money thing. that they're like, hey guys, we need to put this money yeah. somewhere. Let's build a stadium. But that's what I mean. You're you're going to Qatar for a World Cup. You're doing all this stuff again when you already have everything you need in Europe. You already have everything you need in South. Uh, sorry, North America, even parts of South America. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could literally do 
couple games here in Argentina, a couple games here in Brazil, a couple games in Uruguay. Like, you could sp- uh, spread it out. Mm-hmm. Look how they did the Euro this year. Yeah. That was nice. You know, there wasn't really technically one host country. There was multiple host yeah. countries. No, no, it was good. I, and, I, I like the way they did yeah, it. Yeah, like, it was, it, to me, that was the perfect way. You know, spread it across all yeah. of them. Let everyone have a chance there if you, yeah. to watch a game. I, I like for me like I, I I like when they do like that. It's like kind of in in like the continent, and you can kind of like they're yeah, kind of playing like yeah. everywhere in it like, because nice. you you see like these different these different uh, cities and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it's just nice to see like they're always playing somewhere like somewhere new. It's yeah. always the same yeah. country. To have a game in Azerbaijan, that was mm-hmm. pretty crazy. I I'm gonna be honest. I know this sounds terrible. I shouldn't be admitting this. I didn't even know Azerbaijan was in Europe. I'm not even going to lie to you. When I saw that, I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. For real? <laughs> like they, it's it's a European country. Yeah, it is. Oh my. Huh. Yeah. Honestly, I, I I figured that one out. Like once I, one time I saw them in like the qualifying, I was like, well, huh, they're a European country. I don't even Did remember seeing that. them in the qualifying. Yeah, I saw them like, I remember like back Narrow in the day, I saw them one year, I was like, what? <laughs> but see, that's not, that to me. Yeah. That you, were, you, you already stadium, expanded some stadiums now. that you would never see yeah, because exactly. who watches any a league even close to that. Exactly. <laughs> And that's what you I would mean, never like, see those things, but it's beautiful to see some of these stadiums. This is this is now the era of of football that I personally despise. I I think you probably despise it too. Where yeah. it's just a money era. Yeah, you know Especially this like this seeing, Mbappe deal went to like that seeing was how, like, seeing how it was before, like when we were younger, watching soccer then and like soccer now. It's obviously it's it's changed mm, so yeah. much because now it's. It's become more about you know the money and the money plays a bigger effect now with yeah. these with these players because it's not even just like about how much they're gonna cost to go to a team. It's because what these players are making now, mm-hmm. like it's it's insane. So now you're seeing soccer become more about that, and it's now it's about who's your owner, yeah. not about who you have. Yeah, because if you got an owner that's gonna spend money, you might not win right away, but they're gonna keep spending until you win. Look at yeah. Man City; they've already spent spent a billion. Yeah. They're gonna keep spending until they win that Champions League. That's what I mean. It's Before gonna you used to see like <clears throat> teams owned by families. Yeah, you know, like like Roma for the longest time, we were owned by the Sensi family. Hmm. Why? Because the, like they had passion for the team, passion for the city, passion for the club, whatever, and and they tried to keep it within the family. You know, yeah. the father passed, Rosella took over, stuff like that. With Juve, you see the, the Agnelli, Agnelli, Agnelli family. family. They've they've whatever, but it's they've even owned it. it's hit the point though now that okay, yes, Agnelli is a global superpower financially, yeah. but even him. He's gonna start. It's gonna hit a point soon, unless like, oh no, stuff changes. Yeah. That he's gonna be phased out as one of the rich owners and like yeah. you know the comfortable owners. These this, the oil money that's coming in and stuff like that. It's it's so crazy that like within a season you become a relevant team. Yeah, Newcastle, nice history, whatever. Haven't hasn't been relevant for how long? Now they are going. They're definitely going to be a relevant yeah. side. Oh yeah, yeah. You now, know, especially like, because the the little setback they would have had is if they got relegated, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But now the fact that they've been able to st- they're staying up, they're gonna pre- in the prem again. They have that money. I honestly, I can see them going yeah. for a deal with Neymar because I've already seen like talks about that, and I, I don't doubt you're gonna see a whole, almost a whole new starting eleven. But I was, I was gonna say them. who who's gonna stop them. You know that's that's the thing. Who is going to stop them with the amount of money they have too? Because don't they still have the financial freedom thing from financial fair play right now? I think so because they were taken over uh, like in January. In January. Yeah. So, I, so I'm, I'm almost that. positive they have that financial because it's a full year's worth, right? Yeah. So I assume they have like this summer transfer market would be their Until last January. one. But again, I will, I'll <clears> go back to it. Why it, can't they do it next year given what PSG just I'm did? saying, but yeah. You know what They have the money to back them up. They can realistically do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Even if they get fined or whatever, they'll just pay their way out. 
If if a fine's only ten thousand dollars, what is that to them? Yeah, and either way, I feel like just like those Qatar owners, man, like they just have so much money yeah. that FIFA won't touch them. Just especially with the World Cup and everything, they give FIFA so much money. Those guys there, oh, they're yeah. safe. They're oh safe. yeah, they they're they're protected. They're and that's why I was even saying with with Milan now with now because they have these like new people coming in to buy and there's a couple of new names that like these Saudi guys. There's these Americans. The worst thing Milan can do now is sell to back to an yeah. American. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you want to take this team to the next level and you want to grow, Americans aren't going to do it. No. They're either going to take the team down or they're going to do the same thing that uh, the Elliott management was doing now and just basically selling guys and trying to pick up cheap guys and just yeah, try to, the book try to grow them, sell them off again, and yeah. just kind of keep doing that cycle. If they have those Saudi guys in, those guys there, they don't care how much guys cost. They don't care what, what anything yeah. costs. They'll give the money to the team and say, okay, guys, let's do something. And that's it. But if those guys don't come in and they get these American owners – like I don't want to see that, especially for like another city A team that for that like to happen, it's not going to take I me mean, on anything. I don't wrong. think a part a part of me think like would kind of welcome like a rich team finally in Italy because it could maybe put like Serie A back on the map. But in saying that, I feel like it like when you throw money at stuff, it takes the soul and heart out of things. Oh yeah, and as much as everyone like tells me, Joe, grow up. It's it's not that time. It's not that era anymore. You gotta. Let go of it. It's a thing of the past, loyalty and stuff like that. I will still hang on to it. And to, to me, like, when I see Theo Hernandez mm -hmm. accepted three mil or four mil, mil yeah. whatever his contract is, when we all know that man could be signing for any of the top yeah. teams, oh, yeah. getting paid triple that money, but he still decided when Mald like he just came on and said, sorry, when Maldini calls you, you answer. You know, like stuff like yeah. that. I say that's like, yeah, but now see, with, that's how it should now be with, to me. Now with technical director Mbappe <laughs> and French teammate, he might uh, he might persuade him to uh, hey, come join me at Paris. And with, with, uh, with all the money he has too. <laughs> but here, I'll pay for your the deal. How much you want a year? You want 15 mil? I got you. Don't worry. He could, pay, he could literally pay the players on his own. Yeah. And, and he would still be a richer owner than half the fucking clubs in the world. That is the crazy reality. <laughs> at 23 years of age. Yeah. That kind of money, yeah. It's, Jesus it's, it's, it's we happens. saw what happened to Macaulay Culkin. Let's hope that happens to Mbappe, <laughs> and he becomes a crack at no. no I don't think the only the only thing I see I see him happening with him is just the, the, it's going to be like almost what Neymar, because Neymar you you can tell he just he lost that passion. He, he fell out care of love. With, he fell out of love. Yeah, he fell out big time. Now he just he wants to do his own thing. He doesn't. He's just playing now because I mean just to make the money. Now he's still at that age. He's going to make as much yeah. as he can. So he's set up for the future. He's not going to. Obviously, which is really sad. Going dead in the I've, always, I've always said it when he was on Barca. I I was never the biggest Neymar supporter, but when he was on Barca, that MSN trio, like I really, as like a like a fan of like the game itself, mm -hmm. watching that, it was just it but, was but, so much. Joel, the thing, honestly, what, like I find with they're <coughs> fantastic, fantastic. Like some of the best players is Brazilians. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but they get to a point in their career, and it's always early on. They lose that passion. Yep. Look at any like any Brazilian player, the best ones I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Even him. Yeah. Yeah. Always just it, it, their career ended so early just because they just they started making that money which they never had as a kid. They yeah. grew up in poverty. They started making this money, started taking care of their family, and that's at the end of the day, soccer to them was a way for them to to help their family. Yeah, it, it wasn't was a, it wasn't a passion, it, was, it was a job. It was it was never a passion. It was never looked at as, you know what, like I want to play soccer for the rest of my life. Like I want to I want to be the best. Ronaldo, he had that mentality, not R9, like like Cristiano. Cristiano. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, had yeah, the mentality of being I want to be the best. 
my body, I'm going to train my body. I'm yeah. going to keep my body in good shape. I'm going to always train to be the best. Mm. He committed the last fucking 20 years of his yeah. life to to the game. But, you know, he made sacrifices. But at the end of the day, look what, look where it took him. Yeah, from. yeah. He's one of the one well, of the best to play the game. And that's that's the problem with Brazilians. You you will, It's hard to, like, to find a guy that will have that passion that wants to do it for him to be the best and not do it for... You know, to help, and it's not wrong to you know to, to for no, financial no, reasons in yeah, that sense. Say, you know, because not, you want to help your family and, and do that. That's not a problem. Well, it just it just sucks because they have like they have if, if they were committed and they had like the head of like other play, other players and they want to be committed in the game. Brazilians would have been the best ever to play the game. No one would compare. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, it's, it's just their mentality. It's, it's, I feel like that fucks them over. That goes hand in hand with like. Again, not trying to be racist here, but like a lot of South American players in general. Yeah. You know how many times, like uh, one of my buddies, he's Argentinian. He, the amount of times he has told me stories about like a player that literally, like a, an Argentinian player that is unreal, whatever, that has come out and said, I didn't even want to play the game. Yeah. I, I, I literally just did it because my family needed money. I was good with my feet. I became a player. Yeah. You know, I have another friend. He's Uruguayan. He, he told me about Forlan. Forlan played tennis before. <laughs> Forlan prefers tennis over soccer, but he was just. Thinking, but he was just he that was good that he exactly, and like it goes to show you that like a lot of these people are looking to get out of like poverty, help yeah, their yeah. family out, and it's it's a sad reality that like that is the thing. And so, and so but like, you know? and then you, like you even like look at like Maradona. Yeah. Okay. He just he had such natural skill. Still, like one of my favorite players yeah. to fucking oh, play, yeah. man. Like I absolutely love Maradona, his style of play, and that guy there. Throughout his career, most of the time was coked out or fucked up in some way. With some sort of just, prostitute. But he just had that natural skill that it doesn't matter what he did the night before or what he yeah. did the, the morning of. Yeah. He could still perform. Like He just had that's, that natural that's a, ability. That's a South American gift. Exactly. Like they just... That, they are so good. Yeah. Like, they can perform no matter what. Like it just, it just, it's so natural to them. Like yeah. they don't even have to try, and they're good. Yeah. With other players, they they're putting on one hundred and ten percent, and they're maybe like thirty percent of what Maradona. Yeah, well, can do. well, that's why that's why I always say like for when it, with the whole Messi Ronaldo like always like that's a huge debate. Whatever. Yeah. Obviously. For me, that's why I always say I prefer Messi over Ronaldo. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting no, no, no. Ronaldo in any way to put in that much work have like look that good at that age like whatever my hat goes off to you yeah but messi is just uh, that's a naturally god-given you, talent. Like, you, you, you are think, just like do you like actually think throughout his career messi ever gave like a hundred percent in the game no i don't think so either no. i think he was just miles above everyone in a tactical sense yeah. too and i always think about that thing that pep guardiola said the first 14 minutes of a match, you'll see Messi just walking around. Mm. Looks to his left, looks to his right, looks up, looks looking, down. Looking. He's always looking around. He's analyzing. Then, boom, he takes off and he gets a goal. Mm. And I he always think that about that. And, and like, it. and that's the thing. I always think about that one like line. And I just think like it's so true. Yeah. Messi literally, he doesn't. He doesn't care to track back. No. He doesn't care to make this run, that run, whatever. Maybe like at a point he was making some pretty nice runs with, and yet, and Iniesta would find him. But Messi's whole thing was the guy was the most nonchalant player I think I've yeah. ever watched, and one of the Walking one of the around. and one of the smartest. Yeah, he, he, he never had, exerted he knew how to read the much. game yeah. so perfectly and know where to be and know where to put himself to make chances for himself 
make chances for his teammate, like make chances for everybody on the team. He knew where to put himself, where yeah. to position himself, where to be, where to receive the pass, where to send the pass, how much power to put. Yeah. He knew everything, and that that, that for that, that's why him was my favorite player. Oh yeah, Messi was always my favorite. I think player. the only time he's and given a hundred percent is for. This team, yeah, because but, just and, because how and, much he wanted to win, yeah, it. and like he still got a lot of scrutiny for it, saying like, oh, oh he yeah. has to pick it up, he has to pick and it I, up, I, and, and I really think from like last season with PSG, and I think this season here, he's just been on kind of cruise control until that World Cup. You know, what he's, I was gonna that say, World you know Cup, what he's thinking about that World Cup, man, and I and I think Argentina right now are in the perfect spot team wise where they're good yeah. enough mm-hmm. to they they do they they can push through like any at the end of the day, look at the Euro Cup. No one thought Italy was going to win. There yeah. was so many teams that were better than us. But at the end of the day, we proved a lot of people wrong. Yeah. Well, and, and, and they took yeah. the trophy home. Argentina. And I think the, Argentina is going to make a yeah. lot of... For the first time, I like people. the upset. one thing I've always said about Argentina is unreal attack. Uh, goes without saying. Their yeah. attack is always godsend. Midfield, eh, maybe they can't get the ball to the attack too much, but you still have guys like Messi dropping back, picking yeah. up the ball, blah, 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 whatever. It was always that defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, maybe they would have a good wing back here and there, but like it was never complete. Yeah. No offense to Mascherano. I think he was a fantastic defensive mid, but I think he was one of the worst center backs. Yeah, no, I didn't like I think he defender. lunged into tackles, and he, had, he still took that defensive mid mentality mm-hmm. back with him when he played with, center yeah. back, and that was his downfall. But now you look at them and they are very, very well set. They're very goalie well wise, organized. all the way up to the attack. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a scary yeah. thing. It is, man. Like, I, I I honestly I think like everyone's kind of no one's really talking too much. Like obviously because Messi's still there, and until Messi and Ronaldo retire, those two teams, no matter yeah. what team they're on, they're always going to be talked about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I think no one's really considering Argentina. But I think, man, I like I I think they're France. Obviously, I think is obviously going to be the favorite. But I think Argentina is going to be that yeah. team that's going to yeah. upset a lot of. Teams. I mean, France will. France, I feel like they're set up for the next. 10, yeah, it's just it's just depending which years. which France you get. Like you got that France in the Euro Cup that against Switzerland. Honestly, like watching that game, that did not look like a World Cup mm-hmm. winning team. Like they looked like they didn't give a fuck that game. Well, do you think that's because they gave Benzema the chance? I know that sounds weird. I know that like because well, Benzema's world class. No, no, no. But, I, like I, I, I don't think it's giving him the chance. I just think that they. Should have went with the exact because of the age. They should have went with the exact team yeah. they went with with the World Cup. See, they I, tried changing yeah. it, which it does change tactics and changes the way you know people can play the runs they can make and just how the team plays in general. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that maybe had that had that had an effect on that. Maybe use them. Maybe they could have used them more as like a sub and just kind of as a reliever. Yeah. But. I wouldn't say like you ruined the team. No, not not ruined. I just feel like. But I think it was honestly it was just more like just. Out of like, instead of him, I think it was more lack of motivation and I was, more I was that just about to say that they too, yeah. thought they had it in the bag and that oh. they looked at every team and realistically they rightfully so they looked at every team and was like okay we're better than them we're better than yeah. them we're better yeah. than them okay so we should have no problem winning this okay we're good and, and the, Guys, the whole the let's whole... take it easy and we'll start picking it up near the end yeah. and then Switzerland Switzerland came at them fucking fast and hard <coughs> they didn't know what to do and. Well, that's the that biggest game. thing with with any of these competitions. It's it's any team's game, you know. And I feel like with France, they kind of psych themselves out to the point where it's like we are the we we won the yeah. World Cup, yeah. Which like you know, there's that debate which uh, uh, cup is worth is worth more, Euro or the World Cup? Because whatever, obviously the World Cup is it's every yeah. single team in the I world. Think, yeah. But regardless, um, I feel like they came into with a different mentality. 
Like, oh, we kind of got better because these guys got older. Mbappe's more mature. Griezmann's more mature. Varane, you know, everyone's more mature. We're just replacing Daddy Giroud with King Benz. You know, we're going to be even better now because Benzema's better than Giroud. But sometimes you don't... Or so they thought. But (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it makes you wonder, like, what if you stuck with Giroud? You know, Giroud is a very selfless player. And Benzema is too. But... That dynamic changes, and especially when you oh, yeah. like, and you go into like a, the tournament with the mindset: we won the World Cup. This should be a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it could play games with you, and it's it's a crazy thing, mindsets and mentalities and stuff like that. It's it literally could make or break you. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, and, and I never used to think that. Like, oh, what do you mean? Like, it, Dude, it, it really shouldn't. You know, you're better. Go you, prove if it. You, if man, if you don't have if if you lose if you're a player, then like you're really like confidence heavy mm-hmm. or like or like the the motivation, and you start losing that. Oh, dude, your your career can complete do a complete three sixty. Yeah, and and it's it's crazy that like you look at like so many players have just literally lost themselves. Yeah, oh because yeah. they think they are better than they actually should. I I actually saw the other day. This isn't a player; it's a coach. It's Mourinho. I watched today um, his interview with Joe Cole. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of like, you know, he's won everything there is to win. You know, he is now in the Conference League, which, okay, I will still chirp it, but I do think it is massive for Roma. I don't care what anyone says. It's it's still a massive accomplishment if they they win that. Like, at the end of the day, it's it's a trophy. Yeah. It's still an accomplishment. You know, it's not the top A. Slow steps. Like, now from this, you build off this. If Roma starts going on a decline and goes backwards, then you can say, okay, guys, like, what was the point of this? What was, like, it it was worth nothing. and, And... Mourinho, when he was speaking to Joe Cole, he he literally even said to him, he's like, you know, it's it's a different mentality that even these players have. And yeah. I struggled with adjusting to because I'm used to, I have to come here, I have to win, yeah. see you later, bye, you did your time, that's it. But with this, with Roma, what made me want to go there was the fact that they said the word time to me. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, I have a three-year contract, I hope to stay all three years, you know, and, and that word stands out to me, time. Mm-hmm. You know, I told them they have to come closer to me He's like, and they're doing that. He's like, but if you see the way I was five years ago with Chelsea or ten years ago with Chelsea with with the bigger teams, whatever, my mentality was different. Yeah, oh, it has you know, to be. I, it was a championship team. I wanted to win. Training sessions weren't fun. Blah no, blah. He's like, can. but I came here, and it it's a complete, it's a mind change. Uh, it changed everything. Mm. You know, everyone's different, and I had to, as much as I told him to come closer to me. I had to get closer to them as well and understand their mindset mm-hmm. and where they are. And that is the biggest thing. And I'm trying to, I have to change the Roma mentality from, you know what, we're okay with just Champions League yeah. spots and that's it. Like, no, I have to change their mentality to want to win to the want Champions to win. League and whatever. To want to win Serie A. Yeah, like, and, and I heard that. that. And for some reason, like, <laughs> it just kind of stuck with me because it's like, this man has literally won every competition. Yeah. He has won trebles. Yeah, but now it's and and he is looking at the conference league <clears throat> as like one of the biggest things, and it's like, how? Yeah, because you know, like, and I feel like now it's worse with teams with like with the pressure because and especially it's it's, it's I mean Arsenal now like they've accepted <clears throat> the kind of team they are, so for their coach it's not as bad as before. Yeah, but you look at teams like Tottenham. Teams like Man U, like look how much pressure it is, and mm. look at Mourinho. He coached both of them. Yeah. When you go there, the team's struggling. Yeah. They're not used to. Well, I mean, Tottenham they didn't really won, but now that like, now yeah. they're this newfound team, like they got to win something. They haven't yeah. won anything, and you have Harry Kane, who's supposed to be the best, the best thing. One of the come best Englishmen, yeah, out of you know, all in, time, in, in a hundred yeah. years. So yeah. they got to win something, and when you're coaching those teams, there's a high expectation. Mm. So it's very, very hard, and it, 
if you can't motivate the guys and you can't get the guys to, to start going, it's all going to come back on yeah. you. With Roma, now, like you said, they gave him the time. He's still a great coach. He never lost that. He was yeah. always a great coach. Now he's getting the time to work with these guys. Like you said, they didn't have that mentality. Slowly now, change their mentality. Slowly. Yeah. Not, you don't do it right away because you're not... Roma's not saying, <clears throat> you need to come here and you yeah. need to win right now. Yeah. You need to win Say, Yeah, you need to win something. They didn't say that to him. No. They just came in and they said, we're going to give you time to build something. And he's already in a, in a final in his first year. Yeah. And, and, and to me, it just... It goes to speak volumes like of what like mentality truly is. And again, being a Roma fan, our mentality is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like we genuinely have the worst motivation. Before, if you saw Roma prior to this year, we go down a goal, we're shut down. You're railing us 8 yeah. nothing. then. That was our mentality because we beat ourselves up. But you see what a difference like the right mindset makes with the right coach motivating you. And mm -hmm. I used to be a firm believer that a coach doesn't matter. I used to honestly say that in the, oh, you know, anybody could coach anyone. When you have a star-studded team like this, blah, 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 whatever. No, a coach oh, genuinely right coach, like man. genuinely could make or break a system, a, mm -hmm. a team, everything. And it just, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. I, it, it truly is something that yeah. is just mental to me. And it, it, it could, that's, that's the thing with any of these teams. And you just go to think like for Milan, mm -hmm. you know, Pioli isn't a good coach. No. I'm sorry to any Milan fan that thinks he's on fire. He's the worst coach, I think. Everybody thinks he's on fire. He's not on fire. He's not on fire. He is very cold, actually. But it worked. It did. He worked. He has the right mentality for that team. Maybe there was an expectation. I don't know. He he didn't at the beginning. It was he was easier for him because there was no expectations. That's why that whole comeback that year when they did good, they got that thing. A lot of that was because they didn't have to win anything. There wasn't. There was no pressure when he came there, and you had a guy like Ibra who you know is very influential in the locker yeah. room, well, especially with a team like Milan, full of these young guys, you know that he's going to go there and he's going to tell them what to do and they're going to listen to yeah. him because out of respect to him, to him yeah. and everyone's scared of him as well. Yeah. But having those two, I think that's what made the difference for Milan. I think Pioli without Ibra, I don't think no, would have done No, he doesn't succeed as well. No. I don't think he would have done no. this. Those, it, it was just Milan put together the perfect, they, they got all the perfect pieces that fit well together yeah, was, and they made it work. Yeah. It's and, true. And it did. You know, if they failed this year, then you could say, hey, you know, whatever Milan tried to do, it's but that, not But working. that's the thing. It, the, a lot of fans that I spoke to about, like, uh, Milan, uh, the <coughs> Milan, uh, Milan season and stuff like that, a lot of them said from the get, even halfway through, yeah. when they were in first with more of a lead or whatever, they all just turn around. We just want Champions League. We want to be back there. We yeah. want to stay consistent. They just want we want to stay, to stay relevant to, to like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That was their biggest thing. Yeah. So the screw that's what became more of a reality to them closer, to the, closer to the end. Yeah. But like that that goes to show you the mentality. Like, yeah. you know, and like because Joe, at the end of the day, uh, obviously playing well, like I'm saying on paper, not being biased, I think Juve has a slightly better team mm -hmm. quality wise. And Inter definitely Inter for me had the best team in oh, City. Yeah. Had yes. the, yes. had the best on paper, a hundred percent. Well, even statistically Milan, actually this year. First, the two biggest things two biggest keys this season was Tonali and, and Liao. Yeah. Those guys, the, the the step they took in their career this season was massive. Yes. They yes. were, like, the fact, Rafael Liao saved Milan, scored nine decisive goals for Milan. That's saved a, them nine times. absurd stat. And, like, this guy That's here, crazy. he was not doing that last season yeah. before. A lot of, like, Milan fans that I know were saying, like, you know what, hey, but this guy here, if we can get money for him, cash yeah, in. Yeah, cash in, he's lazy. He's not, he's, he's yeah. a lazy player. He's not, he still is lazy off the ball. 
But when he gets the ball, man, this season, now he he knows how to manage his time. As soon as he gets the ball, he actually oh, does yeah. something. Look oh, at that, yeah. the last game. The guy gets three assists. Like, and he was just playing around with them. That's He's been phenomenal this season. It, it goes to show you, like, with a couple, like, Key pieces, couple guys stepping up. What a difference! What a difference they can make, man. And, Milan, and you know, Milan proved a lot of people you, wrong. You have to you have to give them credit for that for this. I season like to because think about this. They never should have won. Donnarumma. Yeah. This year, if he stayed with Milan, yeah, does he have the same impact that Manyan? Yeah, had? I still, I think, I still. I Do still you think, think he has the most yeah. clean sheets at the end of this year, yeah, Donnarumma? Yeah, yeah. Well, look at but look at Donnarumma before Milan was okay. Other than last year being a top two team, mm-hmm. they weren't a top two team for who knows how long. And the last couple of years, Donnarumma yeah. always had the most clean sheets. That's and they true, weren't yeah. a good team. So imagine this year. Because, again, Mike, that when he had to come up big, he came up big. Oh, he yeah. was massive. Oh, yeah. But honestly, a lot of that has to go to Milan's backline. Because Milan's backline defensively, dude, they were fucking amazing this year. Yeah. The fact, like, Tamori, after they signed him last year, that was already massive. Like, he fit in so, like, so nice there. He, that it's was a phenomenal just time. Tamari, though. It's the no, no, rev- revelations the they had. Dude, Theo, you already know you were good. Yeah, Cal- yeah Calabria, he was healthy this season. I love Calabria. He's a uh, phenomenal yeah. oh, right my back. My goodness. And then Kalulu to step that in after you after losing Kier, who was like who was playing amazing. Who for also them. looks like Thor right now. Oh, yeah, I, love, I love his hair. Jesus Christ! After badass. losing a guy like that, you're he was the captain of the team. Yeah, um, like a, a your experienced defender. You he drops out. You're okay. Now we're gonna do this guy comes in. He's not a center back. He's a right back. And to play the way he's been playing all season, like I'd almost like Tamori for me, he was he, he like best player on yeah. Milan oh, like, yeah, yeah, in their yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah. But I would put Kalulu like up there, like right beside him, man. Like Kalulu, he almost played better than Tamori well, this to season. To me, I, I said I remember when I saw Kalulu this <laughs> season, I think he debuted against Roma or it was his second or third game because of like, that, that's when Kier got that's when Kier got hurt. Something like that. And he played right back, I believe it was yeah. that game. And I said to like a couple of the guys, I literally said, I'm like, dude, Kalulu? For a guy that looks clumsy and yeah. like whatever, he's solid. He's good, man. Like, why do you like? Because the biggest thing was we need another center back. Here's out, blah blah blah. Yeah. January we gotta buy. It. And I always kept saying no. Like, Kalulu, I don't think is a right back because yeah. he's too tall. Like, he is he an like athletic? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I think he's built more to be a center back. He just has to buff and he up a little. Was bit. man. And that partnership really like that partnership moves well together. Yeah, and and the wor- craziest part <clears throat> is they're both young. Yeah. Tamori, okay, yeah, Tamori cost them a pretty penny. Nothing crazy, though, but Kalulu was dirt cheap. Was that was already brought in as a depth guy that we're going to use in our That might be their actual starting and that center ex- back. Exactly, my point. Like, like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, but in, spe- in speaking about that and starting 11s, Let's go through our best starting eleven Ooh, now. We have it. We have it written down. We have it written down. Pre- it's not that we were like prepared for this or anything. <laughs> no, that's super we'll go, weird. We'll go through who we think our best starting eleven is for the season. You got really neat writing, man. Thank you. I know. I try to keep it a little bit neat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, start, let's start from the back. Obvious. I think we, after praising him so much, Big Mike. Yeah. yeah we yeah, were going Mike saying, man, most most clean sheets in Serie A this season. He was just he was on another level this yeah, year. Yeah, and he, it, like watching even like individual performance, continuing like because like, last year he had a phenomenal season at Lille. Yeah. They won the league yep. there. I think I, I'm, I'm not too sure, but I'm pretty sure he won goalie of the year in France. I, I believe he did. Yes. And then coming here, you make the transition, new league. You're now you have this pressure because you're taking over for Donnarumma. Yeah, I was gonna say and he came in Euro and Cup filled champion, those like, gloves even better than Donnarumma. Man, he yeah. was playing phenomenal this season. It. it, it to me, it's 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 an even nicer story when like a foreign player comes in in their first year yeah. because there's always that transition period that you, and you see what the you, best don't know, the you don't know what, you, what yeah. you're gonna get. You know, it, they 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 either transition very well and like boom, they're yeah. in, like they're yeah. in, and like you don't you can't even tell they're playing in a new league, 
or like you really telling you like, okay, hey guys, uh, this maybe yeah. sit him on the bench for now or ease him into but the he, team. He fit he, in seamlessly. Like yeah. he's been there for the last five years. Like he did well. He adapted well to his teammates. Even, you saw that he was like, even he was even out for two months, and yeah. he still got the most clean sheets. I heard an argument <laughs> actually. Somebody saying that him being out for two months actually helped him yeah, because no, that, uh, he could have been <laughs> scored on more during that two months. Like that's stupid. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, I see where you're coming from. He could have been scored. He could have. Yeah. He could have. But he also could have got more clean sheets yeah, no, because he, he would have played. That's, that's what I mean. Like the, the, the point means nothing. Look at the, the amount of clean sheets he got now. So he he would have had the same amount. And it would either got scored on more in those games, yeah. or he just would have got more, even more clean sheets. <laughs> yeah, like it like, literally makes no sense. It's it's literally it's a what if situation yeah. that has <laughs> zero relevance. Yeah. Rele- relevance. Wow, relevance. Yes, good, good one, Joe. English, first language. No, second for me. Okay, um, start on the back line. Back line. Then we have on left back or right back, wherever you want to put this guy, because he could literally play anywhere. Literally play anywhere. Joao Cancelo. Yeah. I think that's an unreal. I think season, that's a no, no-brainer. You, he's he's, like, he's had he's made his and I've seen I've seen a lot of videos on Twitter of like some of the defensive errors he made, especially the one this weekend against Aston Villa. But doesn't take away from what he's done yeah, this season because yeah. man, like in, he fits City's game plan and that's all that matters. Yeah, because the way they play and the way he plays, he's like he's had a phenomenal season, man. Yeah. And and in that position, I he has he he was the best this year. Yeah, like. You could argue if if you're going straight left back only, you could obviously the argument comes well, up for Theo. Theo too. Yeah, yeah no, like you Theo, know what I mean. Theo was another. He was another one. Theo, he had another uh, Alfonso Davies. Okay, Alfonso Davies was more injury plagued this year, but like you know what I mean. Like obviously yeah. there's arguments, but it's just when you see what Joao Cancelo was doing off the ball on the yeah, ball, like, it was he just, was just he was it on was mental. It was year. genuinely mental. He's another guy that like that took a took a step this year forward and just he completely changed yeah yeah he and fit in so well because he wasn't he, he wasn't even starting at no, all before and no. now like this year and, and the con- thing is consistently he, starting he's in not a even a left, yeah he's not even a left back yeah. he's an inverted left back which is something crazy to me still like i players that do that i'm sorry they'll always be unreal yeah like oh, yeah. It's, you can play like, both men if you could play both it's like wow yeah well and <laughs> good for you and who's our who's our who's our right back now our right back on the other side we have mr juan cuadrado Enough. which Honestly, it's it's hard to argue again. Yes, Juve had a a stuttering year, but again, a very but stop again, start. But again, he was just another one of the only bright points in yeah. the team that you saw. That he was only like the only one putting balls into the box yeah. or just trying to create something out of nothing when when nothing was going Juve's yeah. way. He, he truly he was, was like a focal to point yeah. too, like. He, in, in attack and even defense, like it, you knew when Cuadrado wasn't playing for Juve, and mm-hmm. if if you have that kind of impact on like a team, yeah. it's like, hard like, to argue. Honestly, you know like I mean? obviously, like the only guy, like the other guy I, w- I would mention is obviously Trent. Because oh yeah, yeah. He's he's another phenomenal season, but he's just he's been doing it every year. And I know Cuadrado last year too. He had another crazy season, but I feel like just with him, it's even more impressive. Just and not not even saying this because he's on Juve. Because he was he was he was a right winger before. Yeah. The guy never played as a defender. Yeah. Then slowly started turning into a right back, and now he's actually like, uh, again, I would say this season one of the best right backs yeah. to play, and he's yeah. not even a right back. Yeah. No, and like, that's again, what's so impressive about him to me. It's also like even with like going back to the whole Trent thing, like it, it sounds terrible, but you everyone already knows about yeah, the yeah. prowess <laughs> of Trent Alexander. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's a couple names in our starting 11 that you'll look at and be like, yeah, okay, obviously. But, like, it's I – don't, I don't know. We're obviously going to explain to you and justify why yeah, we yeah. throw them in there. But for, like, Trent Alexander-Arnold, fantastic season. Did he 
mess up a lot of like other teams' game plans. Yes, because of how good he is on the ball. Mm-hmm. Not um, a smart player. Yeah, he that guy could play honestly. I think anywhere in the mid, no. not not even defense. No, mid. I think anywhere in, mid in that mid, he is he's really good. And kudos to Klopp for actually giving his youngster a chance no. there. Like he, as much as I bash him. Because I will bash English players because <laughs> they are always ninety seven percent of the time overhyped and overrated. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Trent. Yeah, no, Trent, is, he's, Trent he's, is a good player. Yeah, I remember become, at the beginning of the season so good, too, like man. a lot of people were like questioning Trent's ability. It's like, nah, you, you can't. Yeah. Um. Then for our two center backs, we have David Alaba. Yeah. He. Yeah. Man, the way <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna transition this way. Like I knew he. He's already proven himself. He's a yeah. proven player, so it's not like oh, you know, he's got to prove himself. It's a youngster. You know what he's gonna bring, but just the fact that like he played at Bayern for so long, yeah. and then going to a new league in Spain and and to a new team, a new environment, and just meshing so well with the guys. And that's there. the thing too. Real Madrid, I feel like, is in a weird successful transition yeah. period. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like it's all their youngsters, but they have old guys. Yeah, like, you know, they, it's they have a right now. Honestly, for me, Madrid has the perfect mix. Yes, of young and old. Yep. They got the perfect thing going right now, and it's working for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good he, for them. I, I think Alaba even made Eder Militao look. Oh yeah, he like, he he, he helped him with good, his game. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like game. I feel like he brought Eder Militao to that next level yeah. of actually, you know, people justifying why he costed so much yeah. from Porto. You know what I mean? Like whereas before last season, it was. Why'd you get this guy? Yeah. He's a bum. Yeah, we what don't really need he? him. What do you think? Alaba, I think, kind of and he, got even, him. Even to, I, I know he didn't play that much last season, but even to fill the like the roles of Varane and Ramos. Yeah, two guys leaving. Like now you have Alaba. He's a new player. Militao. He brought. He got brought in last year. Didn't really play as much. Still, people still question if he was the right signing for mm-hmm. Madrid. Yeah, but this year Alaba stepped up. He stepped in the role and made for me made Eder Militao a better yeah. player this yeah. season. And even him, he just, I feel like he just became a better like, yeah. defender. It's true, actually. It, it really is true. Because, well, even with Bayern, Alaba was just used in so many different positions. He was, yeah. He was like the horror of that team. Main, mainly at, at left back. And yeah. then after that, he was like, he was still moving like center as a I center I think he mid, became a center back once mid. Hansi Flick saw like Davies and yeah, his once, ability. Yeah, there. Then Davies, he moved to like center back, center defensive back. mid, yeah. left mid, right mid, yeah. striker, <laughs> goalie. Coach, everything. But to make <laughs> then, him better, who do we got? Who do we got playing beside him? We got, and I know this will be controversial. Yeah, this one was this one was I, your call. <laughs> I overpowered Al with this completely. I'm giving it to Joel Matip. And yes, I know everyone's gonna say Van Dyke and this and that and whatever. But Joel Matip needs to ha- get his goddamn recognition for yeah. once being a part of that. That line, okay, yeah, Konate did very well this year, tra- like transitioning, whatever. But Matip is low-key, like, he is such a solid player. He, yeah, obviously makes more errors, but that's because if you see the way Matip and Van Dyke play... Matip will be the first line of defense. Oh yeah, he's he's always whereas Van Dyke's always always waiting yeah, behind. Van Dyke is more of that's why the he that's why he doesn't get dri- dribbled past exactly. so many because he, 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 he doesn't go to the words of the defender. I've seen no, him like, draw back Van Dyke and then Matip come over to try yeah. to get the guy and like hey kudos to you when I used to play like whatever that's how like I used to do it with my center back mm-hmm. partner, but Matip just doesn't get the credit for it. Matip has better he has the better percentage in passing accuracy this year, yeah. better tacklings, better aerial duel one duels one. And then, again, stats don't say the whole picture. But to me, like, Matip is criminally underrated yeah, in that yeah. back line. No, like, you know, they do with... not talk about his 
growth and just ability. And I think I think that play it's a big thing too because I mean look at the team Liverpool has and like mm. never even mind like never mind their attackers, never mind their midfield, even their defense. Like you got Andy Robertson, you got Trent, you got Van Dyke, and then Matip. Mm. Those guys there, all, that's all you hear. That's all you hear anybody talk about. You never hear anything about Matip. Yeah, but it's, it's honestly, such a silent. Worker. You said that, and like I, I have. Like the Liverpool games I have watched, like Matip has always been a rock back yeah. there for them. Always. It, it, like, don't get me wrong. Yes, he will be the one to get dribbled past. But again, but he's that also happens. that first line of defense. Yeah. And, and not one defender is perfect that they no, stop no, no, everyone no. 100%. You're not Maldini. You, but, like, and, and you know how it is because you, you play that. I've played in that too. You know how that works. That, yeah. that first defender that's going into the, the challenge all the time. They're going to get beat sometimes. Yeah. They're not always going to win the tackle. Your purpose is to unnerve that attacker exactly. to make him maybe make that heavy touch, this mistake, mm-hmm. that you, bad and, pass. And another defender jumps in if they make that heavy exactly. touch to, to try to beat exactly. that first defender. And, and Van Dyke, I feel like, don't get me wrong, Van Dyke is a good yeah, he's center a, he's, back. He's I, I, will not, I will not take anything away from him. But I just think he looks even better than he is for that, like, that reason because yeah. Matip does so well at that role that it's like, you are looking better because then, yeah. yeah, obviously, Van Dyke's just getting clearances. He's just mm-hmm. winning the ball in the air. You know, and like again, hats off to Van Dyke. He came back from an ACL injury. Yeah. That's that's yeah. huge, whatever. But to me, it's Matip takes that game, and I will defend yeah, Matip until I'm blue. I won't. I won't argue that. Yeah, you better not, man. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Let's go to the midfield. Uh, midfield. I'm just gonna list all three of them off, and we'll talk about it. I mean, like, I mean, I feel like two of them. There's not really explanation yeah, I, for them. You don't at need all. to explain. It's just, these guys are just gods. Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne, Modric. Yeah, I mean, Modric, the season he had at the age of 37 is he, actually... He looks like he's 49. He's, he's <laughs> Dude, he's playing he's playing better and proving some of these young sure. kids like how to actually play the game. And the worst part is, even like the distance he covers per match, it's not like he's covering like a cheeky oh, no, 5K it's not like he's on, whatever. He's, he's moving. He's covering like <laughs> 11... He's one of the top guys to cover like with all the distance he covers. Like... At his age, moving the way he does, as fluently as he does, yeah, he's he's study a, he's him. a specimen. I, I I would study him after you're retired because that is just absurd to me. He's he's world class. Yeah, no, and oh yeah, he's one of those he's, guys he's that world class. Oh yeah, <laughs> and even even De Bruyne too. I mean, like you, just, De Bruyne's sickening. Like, he's hey, way he too just, good. His numbers alone, like never mind, like just his playing this year was unreal. But you'd even you look at his numbers and like just the season he had, man. Was absolutely insane. Yeah, dude. It's it, it for me. De Bruyne right now is probably arguably one of the best. I think. Yeah, I think world. he's probably one of the best. Best. He's the. Uh, he, he is the best yeah, mid in the world like, right now. He is so so like talented. Yeah. I, I don't even like so multi-dimensional. He, he, he plays left wing, center forward, right wing, attacking dude, can, mid, defensive mid, center mid. Where, he where can does shoot he with both of his feet. Yeah, his passing is like some of the best I've seen right now. Like on yeah. on he can pick you out anywhere on the field and he's he's just such an intelligent player and i feel like pep also helped him take that step and and give him like a a little bit like that intelligence how to read the game a better and oh my god man this like the if if it honestly if it wasn't for like benzema being like up there and how the the season he had oh kevin de bruyne definitely the bruyne's right there for that that i would say i would say that that as well he has to be and it's crazy because he looks like he has a dad bod yeah (laughs) like you compare compare, like the season modric when he won the ballon d'Or. And like, dude, De Bruyne's up there. Yeah, he should be up there 100%. winning it. Hundred percent, De Bruyne. 
he's one of those guys too. Like it's it's so hard to like exclude. I was even saying to when we we're like conjuring up this list that yeah, I was you saying can't, like you can't even count them all. That's the thing. Like I was saying like maybe we should go out of the box and not get like choose De Bruyne. You know, go with Rodri because he did well too. You can't. But it, it's so hard to ignore like yeah. <laughs> those two guys. Um, our third midfielder is Ivan Perisic. Yeah. Ridden off season, by everyone, I think. Oh, that, that man, the season he had this year was uh, he was he was Inter's MVP. Oh yeah, and oh yeah. If it wasn't for, I, I, I didn't know what position Perisic technically plays. Uh, that's why we have. But if it wasn't for Liao having the season he had, Perisic was the best left winger this yeah. season. Oh yeah. In Serie. Oh yeah. But he's again one of those guys. He plays and the, multiple and again, positions. Like, even at, at like such a, a later age in his career, when Conti came to that team and. Told Perisic, hey, you know, you're you're gonna attack, you're gonna up there, yeah. but you're also gonna get back. You're gonna defend, you're gonna work back here, and you're gonna go back up there. You're gonna be up and down the field. Yeah. At first, he was struggling. Perisic, well, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this if he's right for the team, man. Maybe you gotta get rid of him. But man, the player he's turned into and the oh, yeah. season he now, really, like this he year, really he's been so key for Inter. It's incredible, man. He's like on literally on that left side, he's actually a train. Like, he reminds he's me a force. No, he, dude, he reminds me of Lichsteiner. Yeah. A better version of Lichsteiner. I was just about to Lichsteiner, say way better. Lichsteiner was was literally Forrest Gump. The guy did not stop <laughs> running up and down the field, dude. He was literally all, all the whole yeah. game just running. He was running for no reason half the time. Yeah, Pe- Perisic. He's he's also like very technically able. He, he like, is. He could use both feet to swing it across. He's good in the air. You know, like but he has like the physical physical qualities of a defender. Yeah, you know, tall, strong, fast. He's good. He's in the air. always had like that ability and like it was like oh well, you know he could be something and i feel like this year he really took that step in his career yeah and i think like now the year coming i think he's gonna have an, an even better season it just sucks that at an older age like this it does but it's it's it, discovered, it, happen, you know it happens I mean? sometimes yeah. man some players they don't they don't start finding like they're that they're actually good until they're like 29 yeah. well, 30 it's, it's true that's true Look! Look at Benzema. Yeah. Well, Benzema is actually he, he, been good. He was just he living just in a spotlight with, with Ronaldo. There, you're yeah, not. You're not yeah, going to be yeah. really the, the main focus ever there. Yeah. Which Same thing with Messi. Brings us actually to our next three. Yes. The Benzema, attackers, the big boys. Benzema, Lewandowski, and Rafael Leal. Yeah. Have to has give to him a show. Has to be in there. Man. I did. I. I again said to Al, let's look at somebody else other than Lewandowski when he suggested him. But then. But again. You can't leave. <laughs> like again, like no one, no one talks about him because like Bayern they went out early in the Champions League and like after that like no one really cares about how, they won the league like I'm pretty sure in January like everyone Bayern, no one really cares about Bayern. Yeah. But then when you actually look at how like Lewandowski's or how the players are doing there, he's still having an unreal God, season dude. there. He's like, a he, killer. He, the season he's having again, he could be up there for. I don't think he will be up in like as much for the Ballon d'Or, especially with Bayern going out so yeah. early and like that. I don't think he will. But he, with the goals he had and his numbers, he he could be up there. Yeah. There's I no I, th- I think for be. this Ballon d'Or, I think it's if, it's going to be like Benzema's going to be the. I think it's going to be like Benzema, probably Mbappe and like Salah will be like the three guys you're going to see. See, you know what, Salah's a guy I would have loved to put on this list because, like, uh, even though I'm a little bit bitter about Salah because he played on Roma, um, I just there's something there that I feel like he doesn't crack this eleven. No, I I just think that these like he's had he had an, uh, an amazing season. Not again taking anything away from yeah. him, but I just feel like these three guys for their teams. And I know the French league is a joke, but I mean Mbappe with having you have Neymar and Messi on the team, he to be like, the one that's still he shining, shined yeah. above both of them yeah. and had an amazing season there. Same with Lewandowski, no yeah. one knew, but the guy still scored thirty five goals. I think it was thirty six or thirty six goals, and then and Liao like. 
Hey, nine decisive goals. That's, everyone, everyone looked that's at him. That when, yeah, I, when you yeah, told me that, I'm like, he's not that good. I'm like, Christ. dude, when I, when I, even when I saw that stat, I was like, holy. Like, I knew he scored a lot of game winners, but I was like, to score like in a, in a season of, of 37 games or 38 games, and you're and you saved the team nine times. One guy, that's one, mental. Save the time, and, and a lot of the games you look, they were showing like the, some of the, um, they were showing that the scores he he the time he scored in for yeah. like some of the games, yeah. and it was always like 87, 89, 90. That's to me that, like that alone, like that's that's a big that's a big thing. Oh, dude, that's that a, that's, is that's massive, a, and that, that guy, you, separates... already, you can already tell he's gonna be that big game player. Yeah, he he has that because well, man, you look at you the way see, he plays, he, he has smiles, that, he has that swagger to him. Yeah. He doesn't. He, it's not like he doesn't care. He's just not phased by anything. Yeah. And I, I feel like him, if he dies, because I know what, I, I've seen it like floating around now, a big rumor, especially because they didn't sign Mbappe and now they have this money that they were going to use. Oh, Real Madrid. Madrid, they were going to go for Liao. Yeah. And I, I can, can see that. I can see that. I can see him happening. I can see him having an, a, an amazing career there just because the player he is. Yeah. And they'll give him the tools he needs. He is also a client of Jorge Mendez. That, and that's what I mean. He's in a, like, you know, he's not. He's, it's like one, a Raiola client. You hear it's one of those. It's like, okay, yeah, no, this guy's, uh, he'll probably be leaving soon. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> no, for for me, I think I think with this Jesus, with this starting eleven, it like obviously don't get me wrong, there's there's a couple like honorable mentions, you know, like I'm obviously gonna say Tammy Abraham. Yeah. You know, Bernardo Silva. I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll probably say Bernardo Silva. Yeah, you know, like there's they were probably two two guys that they, they could could have easily made the list because of the season they had. Yeah. But it's just I mean, like the players that we pick. Yeah, yeah. You can't really, re- like, and, you can't and, really and, replace yeah, them. Yeah, again, like, like, like there, we could literally make a second team with other players oh, yeah. of honorable mentions. Yeah. But it's just like, you, we, we, we try to look at like how they impacted yeah. their team. And I mean, like, like, look at most 10. of the teams won their respective league. Yeah. you know what I mean. But so even, like, that's but that's even, a big thing. Even too. the big thing for me, like the most impressive thing for me with Tam, like Bernardo Silva, he especially for almost leaving in the summer to now this year being Man City's like one of Man City's best players. Yeah. Was was crazy for me. Like he took a, a massive step this year, but uh, Tammy for he came into a new league with with Mourinho, who had these ideas. You know, he didn't really know too much. He didn't know the language, and it, yeah. it was all new to him. And it's it's different. It's a different league. It's yeah. different than the Prem. It's some people can some people are either they can do it good in Serie, a or they, they they can't. They're too used to the Prem and they just can't get it. Yeah, he came there, man, and he just. Hit the ground running. Yeah, he finished I, what, he, what eighteen goals. He finished the league. Eighteen goals in the league, and the then another nine, nine in conference. In conference league, league. Like, dude. And we only played twelve. Okay, only still a fair amount, but regardless, there's only twelve games and in the he's conference. Still so league. young. Like that's that's the crazy part. And I look at, I look at Chelsea, and I look at Tammy Abraham. I I genuinely genuinely feel so bad for Tammy Abraham because. They've sent him on loan to all these teams. All these teams, yeah. he's put up decent enough numbers. It's never like he only scored a goal in 38 games. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. never been that bad. It's always been like 12 goals here, 20 goals there. You know, like always done well. Yeah. Uh, he was on a Chelsea team that was transfer banned, and it was all the youngsters thriving. Tammy was one of those youngsters. Yeah. Last year before he was sold and Lukaku was bought, Tammy Abraham still did well. I, I think I, I could be wrong with this number. I forgot to look at it. But I believe he had like roughly 16 goals. 16 goals for a guy that wasn't even starting. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was coming off the bench banging in a goal for mm-hmm. you. And for okay. Chelsea to always just throw him to the curb, it is so okay, mind boggling. I, I feel like they, they were always just, I mean, especially with the transfer ban, <coughs> they had this money to spend. They were just looking at a way and who to spend it on. Yeah. They saw Timo, how he was doing there. <coughs> 
they brought him in. Yeah. Now with Lukaku last year, they saw the season he had. They knew he would come back to Chelsea. He's a big-time Chelsea supporter. They're like, okay, let's bring him in. And they didn't realize what they had in front of them until, you know, it was too late. Now yeah. he's gone. Now if they want him back, they're going to be paying big money for him from, from well, Roma. Or like, if they wait another year, it's what, 80 mil? Yeah, so, like, well, that's that's the million-dollar question I have. I was seeing that they're looking at getting him back this year, mm-hmm. which I just have the question because it's 80 mil next year, and that buyback clause comes into effect next year. Yeah. So this year, would it be the same thing? Like, is it still, like, valid, that 80 mil? Or is it, like, Roma could look at them and be like, no, listen... Net, you said next year, so right now we want to negotiate with. You I think us, so. Like, you know what the I mean? Way, like, the way I, I think it's set up, I think this year, if let's say Chelsea comes or anybody comes, it's a negotiation. They can ask for whatever. Next season is when the bio clause starts. It's that's no, how it's it just works. it's just oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. Okay, that's, that's, what, what that, that's what works with Chelsea. That's yeah. when the bio clause starts with them. Mm-hmm. But this year, if Chelsea comes in and they say we want him, which the only way I see them doing that is if they sell Timo and Lukaku. Yeah, if yeah. they don't sell them. I can see them waiting even, another even year. Even if they sell one of the two, I, I think wait another year. Go. Maybe try to sell sell them next year and then bring in Tammy yeah. when they know he's only they can get him for eighty mil or whatever seventy mil, whatever the thing is. Mm-hmm. That's what. Which I think. you know what, I, Roma finally has a good striker. I like. I know, but <laughs> Joe, come on, it's Sedia, and sadly things don't last uh, there. Man. We don't have the money. We don't to have compete. the money. We don't have the money to compete, man. Conference league though. Tomorrow that'd be massive. Big game. Massive. Man. If they win, I hope they uh, win. You'll see me on St. Clair. And just my underwears, drunk, yelling at people, crying. <laughs> I'd probably kiss the floor. Honestly, I'd probably uh, kiss the floor. It, it, it would be it would be a massive like a massive accomplishment for Roma, man. Because it's been how long since they won a trophy? Nine years. Nine years. That's not that bad, actually. Oh, but but okay. Wait, I'm trying to think. The last time we won a Copita, yeah, nine years, nine years. Okay, but now it's 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 a little bit different because now it's technically it's European, European success. Yeah. So last time we were even in this position was 31 years ago. Yeah. So I mean, now to be back there, it, it's gonna. I, I don't think it, like some people are saying it's gonna be in, like an easy game, and they think no, it's all it Roma's to take over. No final or will be easy. It's not. Yeah, no. I think it's gonna be if Roma go in there with the wrong approach. I think they're it's gonna be a, they're gonna be for a it's, bad wake up call. Yeah. But if Roma and I think they will because Mourinho knows he's been in this position before, and I think he's smart. That's that's and where all my faith is going right gonna now. Gonna approach this game really good, and I hope. But time will tell, man. There's a lot of also we'll like see tomorrow subplots behind it all. You know, Rick Garsdorp, Feyenoord legend, yeah. technically. Yeah. There's bad blood between the clubs now because a couple kids from like Amsterdam or no, sorry, not Amsterdam. Wow, Feyenoord, whatever, were recorded them peeing on Roma's bus mm-hmm. in Albania. Like Feyenoord fans, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So there's that subplot. Then there's the plot that uh, one of their coaches on Feyenoord says that Mourinho's arrogant. If they lose tomorrow, they're going to say it's the referee's fault. If they win tomorrow, he's going to say, yeah, did you expect me to do something different, blah, blah, blah. And, and it, I don't know why it has to become one of those games. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I, mean, I could see like Mourinho going, he's going to go with those two paths if oh, they win no, or lose. No matter, yeah, 100%. If they win, he's going to be like, oh, did, you ex- did you expect something different? Yeah, I am the best. A hundred percent. And if they but, lose, you're going to be like, oh, the referee. But you have to stay, pro- I don't know. For me, it's all about professionalism. <laughs> no, I look at obviously. a guy like Ancelotti, the way he handles everything. It's like, that's that, that, that's how that, you handle that's a big, it. That's, a big, thing, that's a big thing for me. Is, is, uh, just be professional. Talk after the game when it's done. If you want to destroy Roma verbally after the game, go ahead. Yeah. Say what you want about us. But but before the game, before. you realize those words could get used against exactly. you right away. Exactly. Like, 
And it's gonna it's just gonna fire teams up even more. Eggs, look at what happened with Bodo Glimta Roma. Yeah. We then just dismantled them yeah. when they came <laughs> back to like it's stuff like that. You you gotta know it's it's motivation for these yeah. guys. And that's really it. Yeah. You know? Hmm? That's and all that's, she wrote. <laughs> even I think for the episode. I, see, I think that's where we wrap things up. I have to be in bed early. Yeah, I'm kinda I'm kinda tired today. You know, it's uh it's been a long day. I gotta watch Roma tomorrow. I know. I'm, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. And we got the we got the the, the last game of the year, Champions, Champions League final League, this Saturday. Which is crazy. Why is the Europa League game played before the yeah, conference? The, the way they the way they did, did they it, know that Europa, Europa League, League last week, then Conference League this week. Did and they then know the final was going to be shit? I don't know. I don't. Like, I don't know. Like I don't know why they. I don't know the way they set it up. Know. Is just it was wait, just crazy. Wait for but logic. Wait for hey, logic. you know what? You guys got this week. You guys got prime time Champions League this weekend. Big week. Hopefully Roma oh, can get it done. Oh, it's this weekend Champions League. Yeah, too. it's this weekend. Sheesh. Yeah, dude, they're both like they're literally both this week. Sunday both right? or Saturday. Saturday. So eh, I could watch probably. Yeah, I'll say it's after a new game. It should be good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm so we got both those games coming up. Hopefully Roma wins it. <sighs> Thanks, man. I think Madrid's gonna take it. Oh, Madrid is. I I, I hope so. I'll but put a bet right now. You think Madrid's gonna take it? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say Madrid's too, but <laughs> so maybe maybe we'll put a, a little cheeky be- a little bet in on uh, on the score app and <laughs> no, I use the score bet three six five. Yeah, or bet MGM. Don't use my code. I don't have one. <laughs> don't have a code yet. <laughs> but anyways, guys, I think that's it for today's episode. Um, if you guys haven't yet, follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And the video for this episode will be up on YouTube, so don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. And Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Ciao. See you later. Ya capa la derecha para Xavi. Asistencia de Xavi Mesca para derecha para Messi, 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 Messi. Immense Messi. Ankara Messi, Ankara Messi. Ankara Messi, 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 Increíble tiene jugada, increíble tiene jugada. Messi, 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 por Messi, 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 por Messi, por amor Messi, por amor, 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 amor Messi, por amor Messi, por Messi, por Messi, por Messi, por Messi, por Messi, por Messi, 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 Increíble, espectacular, increíble. Al que le faltaba Messi para que comparen a Maradona, para que aquel gol se asemble al del mundial. Sí, sí, sí. Muy tanta, sí, espectacular. Pero espectacular, espectacular. Yo la estoy viendo a partir ya es la tercera vagada cubech. Primero sembada dos jugadores, después de cuatro meses encara el porter también sembada. Después una otra intenta sota los pals arriba, pero no puede porque ella checa la pilota para sobra. Todo eso fam dos segundos arranca a camp del Barça y realmente con Dios se asembla muchísimo al gol de Maradona al mundial. Cuatro jugadores de mitz cam al porter, un defensa sin sangre, chuta portería, rep la pilota cam propia, estreo dos hombres de sobra, creo a 50 metros, creo a una pilota sobre la red de Fons Gairebé, sense angle, un gol de número un mundial de todos los tiempos.